One, two, three. Okay. The clap has happened. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. The clap. Um, yeah, no. <laughs> um, hey, hello, listeners. Uh, just so you know, we, we've been delayed for uh, a little bit on recording, and that was mainly mostly my fault um i had uh, a lot of stuff i needed to do in preparation for travel um and then the travel itself and then i arrived and then uh there there's a slight recording hiccup today where <laughs> we are on a phone call uh recording our own ends of the podcast uh in in quick time and i will have to sync them back up later which is the reason for the clap but uh <laughs> that that's that's uh Neither here nor really there. It's not, not germane or important to anything that concerns you, dear listeners. But uh, we we care very much about you and wanted to to talk to you. Yeah, um, and to so. make sure that you know uh, we we finally got one in there. <laughs> it's time. <laughs> it's time. Um, yeah. yeah. So I mean, that's kind of how how my day uh, well didn't start. My day ended, I guess, with with uh that yesterday essentially so i <laughs> i was like oh yeah I, I sometimes i'll take a nap in the middle of the day and sometimes i'll take a nap towards the end of the day um and yesterday was like you know after dinner uh kind of maybe i'll go to bed now or maybe i'll wake up for a little bit later and then go to bed later later um kind of nap which Apparently, there's something to that. I don't know if you've read about it, but uh, back in the day before Thomas Edison ruined all our lives with the uh, with the like light that we have these days, um, the world was better, and uh, apparently people slept <laughs> in what was called uh, either poly or biphasal sleep, and you would go to bed when the sun went down, and then you'd wake up in the middle of the night. And most of the time, that was the time when people would uh, either complete some chores that they needed to do within the house, or that would be their creative time, or that would be their time to have sex. And unfortunately, with the invention of the light bulb and electricity and all that fun stuff, um, we have broken out of that sleep cycle. And modern sleep is pretty much just a, a, a single cycle of sleep. Anywho... Um, I took it out. I'm, I'm sorry. Are you, are you saying that Thomas Edison cut off your internet? Yes. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm so glad you understand the logic. Yes. So because of Thomas Edison, <laughs> I don't have internet in my house and it's all his fault. Um, <laughs> I love that. So, uh, yes, Thomas Edison, what did you do? Um, I woke up after my little nap and, my, I remember I picked up my phone and I can't remember what I was going to do. I think I was going to turn on the lights. No, no, no. Cause that would have still worked. So it wasn't that. No, I know what I did. I opened up Instagram. <laughs> well, I woke up, it was time to look at Instagram. Apparently I opened up Instagram and it was like, I saw this photo earlier and there aren't any new photos. That's kind of weird. But I thought, okay, maybe it's just the app. So I opened up Twitter and the tweets were stuck from long ago. So I opened up my Eero app and it said, everything is okay. And then I waited for a second and then it said, offline. <laughs> and I said, okay, what's going on? So I went into you know my office and, and uh, 
looked at the the modem and the modem was not doing what it typically does when there's like a temporary outage or they're, you know, updating network or something like that. It looked different. So uh, I thought, well, I'll just power cycle it, see if that's what it is. That didn't work. Um, and then <laughs> that's when I remembered that I had set uh, for my utilities and internet service to be turned off because I was supposed to be moving at the end of March. Um and it got pushed to the end of April now. So yeah, basically, you know, if you if you set turnoff dates and then you have an updated move date, definitely make sure that you change those uh, turnoff dates because now it's this whole thing, and and I have to wait for them to come on Sunday and turn it all back on, and then uh, I'm not getting my promotional rates anymore, and it's just kind of a nightmare. Um, so that is Thomas Edison is the reason that we're talking over. Uh, cell phones while recording our audio into our microphones. <laughs> that That is a real bummer of a story. And I feel, I hope Thomas Edison feels bad about uh, yeah. the things that he's done in his Me life too. that led to this. Yeah. yeah. I mean, just kind of a bad guy all around. <laughs> yeah. And also I'm, I'm a little congested this morning. Um, you can probably hear it. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Even on this phone call. I, 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 uh, I've been fighting a cold that I seem to have uh, picked up when I was traveling um, on the aforementioned vacation thing. Um, oh. So somehow it gets worse and it gets better and it gets worse again, uh, which is not strictly speaking how things life? should. <laughs> it's just not how things should go. Like, I feel like you should get like you should have a cold and you be, feel it coming on and it gets worse and then it gets better. Oh, I don't feel it should, it should go worse like, yeah, it shouldn't, like, boomerang on me. It shouldn't, like, be hills and valleys. It should just be a hill, and that's yeah, it. And we're done. The hill of um, sickness. But, yeah. yeah, hill of sickness. But uh, this this is uh, an not unfortunate the hill you c- circumstance. Die on? No, dude, this is <laughs> definitely not the hill I want to die on. But uh, this is, um, you know, I'll survive. Uh at first, allergies? I was afraid. I was petrified. Oh yes, thank you. Because if you weren't going to say it, I was going to say it. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, but uh, it's it's I'll 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 endure this. But uh, the important part was talking to you and to uh, talk to you about um, one of the key events that has happened recently in uh in in the technology news space okay. world hold on sphere. i just gotta i gotta pause i gotta pause you really quick because i thought what was about to happen is you're like i have to talk you so you you mentioned you're sick and that you have a cold and then you were like and so one of the key events that's happened is i'm talking to you micah i thought you were about to talk about how you got like a humidifier and you were hoping that was gonna help you get better because i love humidifiers and i want everybody to own one so i'm like oh my god a key event in joe's life he bought a humidifier but no you're just talking about sort of what's happened in the world of tech and why we're doing this podcast not just excitement about a humidifier yeah no i uh, well i bought the humidifier that you had recommended to me Um, oh you have it okay Yes, yes, yes. The 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 cool one that looks kind of like kidney bean shaped from the top. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, I have I have it. Um, this has nothing to do with the humidifier. There is no amount of humidity that is going to resolve this scenario. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it it really is a situation where I uh, felt terrible Tuesday 
Then I was perfectly okay Wednesday. Oh, that's even worse. Then I felt terrible again on Thursday. Then I was uh, fine by uh, uh, I was fine by the evening. Um, Wait, it was terrible Tuesday. No, terrible Monday. Then fine Tuesday because we traveled Tuesday. Then. Wednesday, I felt bad again, and then Thursday, I was fine again, and then today, I feel terrible again. Oh, God. So, it it really is like I wake up in the morning, and I, I, I feel completely differently from the day before. Um, but uh, the- and not like P. Diddy. No, not like P. Diddy. Uh, and the, the important thing, though, is that we talk about uh, the Apple event that occurred, because it has been so long, <laughs> and this event has been talked about already. So I feel like we, we in a way, are like coming in on the tail end of it. But I, 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 will, I will put forth that this is, this is actually, I will assert that this is a good thing, that we're mm-hmm. coming in on the tail end of it. Because this gives us the opportunity, dear listeners, to uh, wisely um, uh, say things about this event that uh, other people may not have been able to say at the time because they were in such a rush tripping over themselves yes. to get to the microphone. Their that, guts that only were now, reacting. You know what I mean? Like those, the, their guts were firing on all cylinders and we don't have gut reactions at this point. You know why? Because we chewed on this. We masticated this event and just kept masticating until it was a nice fine paste that we then swallowed and digested properly and maybe even followed up with a kombucha to make sure that we had the necessary uh, biome in our guts to properly process, digest, and absorb the nutrients of this event that we then, you know, got rid of the waste. The waste went away, but now those nutrients have made their way to our body and to our brains and we're ready to talk about it in a very intelligent way that doesn't involve any of that waste that comes from those gut reactions. Well, I wasn't going to say anything, but um, uh, part part of this "quote unquote" cold is is also gut reactions. Um, so <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm not, I, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna assert that yeah. I'm not having any. Um, but uh, the the. The the important thing about the event, the Apple event, is that uh, they detailed their philosophy and plan behind their their services move. Um, yeah. Now, a lot of people have said that this services move is a reaction to slowing iPhone sales in the first quarter of this year, um, which is dumb because you. you can't just you can't just spin it up um, like that overnight. Even to the degree that we saw, where they barely unveiled anything that could ship today, um, you you still could not uh, just just do that in like a month, because we're talking about TV shows that they've seemingly mostly filmed um, that they're just sort of putting together, you know, doing some reshoots, feeling out how things are going to go, um, editing some things, uh, waiting for some other things to shoot. Um, so it, it is, it is a various, various things that are in production because they've been doing this for basically almost two years now since, uh, uh, Von Amberg and Ehrlich have been hired from Sony Pictures Television. Um, they were brought on to do this for Apple. Uh, and there are other services that were also launched, um, and they all suck. Uh, but those, those, those are on a different time frame. So I don't know if those have been in progress for two years, but, uh, let's start with the beginning of the event, 
where Tim Cook goes on stage and goes, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> the importance- Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> That's what he does. Webster's Dictionary defines- Oh, God, why did he have to do that? I hated that so much. I couldn't tell. Like, I wanted him to just pause and wink at everybody because everybody who's ever- been in a speech writing class or done any public speaking or has listened to their English teacher talk about uh, persuasive writing, everyone knows, I feel, that you don't ever, 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 ever start in with <laughs> Webster's Dictionary defines. That was just not great, unless it was tongue-in-cheek, in which case that's funny, but I really didn't get the impression that it was. No, he seemed completely serious, which is why it was bad. Uh, but uh, it was, it was, it was curious uh, because he also out, uh, he had some bullet points for the things that he considers to be essential in a service. Uh, he doesn't mention ubiquity, um, <laughs> the the ability to access a service from any place. Um, but uh, he he sure mentions for some reason that your family should be involved in what Apple considers a service to be, which is interesting and distinct from their philosophy behind like software for devices because uh there's fast user switching on Macs but not much else there's there's the thing that iPads can do where it uh like in destroys... a very specific setting in education yeah it, it, and and only for education and where it like destroys the uh, stuff that's installed on the device to download a completely different like user set and then uh, run that and then destroy that when you switch users. So it's, it's not like, it's not like they've really thought about that part of things. Um, and, and I've written before how uh, the Apple TV needs to have profiles um, because it's used by a household. So that only makes sense. And naturally that extends to things like the HomePod, which are also used by a household. Mm-hmm. Um but uh, Apple still has like a, a device per customer kind of thing. But for some reason, they're they're like, but family plans. It's like, okay, great. So how does this work exactly? You have a, a family plan and everybody in your family has a different HomePod in the house. Like, <laughs> wh- 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 what are you talking about? Um, but uh, this is, that was one of the things that he outlined as an essential thing. And then he goes into um, the... Uh, the Apple Card first, um, uh, yeah, and, and Apple Card was one of the things that had been leaked, and people were pretty aware of. Um, so it wasn't like a shocking revelation, uh, but it was weird to see people up on stage uh, from Apple, this company that has a bajillion friggin' dollars, uh, talking about how they're going to partner with. Goldman Sachs, uh, a company, a company that is not known for its uh, uh, moral uprightness. Um, let's <laughs> say, uh, not that any bank. In, I should point this out. Not that any bank is like amazing, right? But uh, it's not like they partnered with like um, uh, a nonprofit credit union or something like that. They they, they partnered with Goldman Sachs. Yeah, they and, went with the big uh, Kahuna there. Yeah, it, it, a big corrupt Kahuna, uh, and the. <laughs> The, the that benefited from uh, government largesse during the financial crisis. But anyway, the the uh, they they're trying to get into personal banking, and so they were amenable to the terms that Apple has, and that's that should be comforting for everyone. Uh, but uh, they 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 have this whole 
bizarro thing where uh, Apple is going to have a credit card that you can sign up for on your iPhone, which means push notifications on your iPhone about how you can sign up for a credit card, uh, because that's all that ever means <laughs> oh, these no. days when Apple... Now before the iPhone upgrade program, quick, get signed up with Apple Card, <laughs> and I... then you can get $50 off your next upgrade. No, stop, Apple, come on, no. I I, I guarantee you that is going to happen. Um, because how else are you going to get people to sign up for this thing? Uh, you you got to give them discounts. You got to give them the bennies. Uh, people people are in it for the bennies. <laughs> Wait, is that Benadryl? Is that Benjamin's? Ben, ben, or is that benefits? Benefits. benefits. <laughs> okay, got it. Um, Depending on how but, you look at it, Benadryl and Benjamin's could be considered benefits. So yeah, yeah, it's it, it is definitely a situation where uh, Apple is like, oh well here uh we have this thing we want to push and then they'll just undermine everything to make it seem like it's good uh because that's just how apple rolls when they they do their services um and uh that that, the allure of it is mainly like you'll see where your transactions are from um because i i know and you know and everyone knows that uh when you try to decipher what is actually on your credit card bill um it can be a little difficult because it'll say things like uh sqp asterisk 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 payment system blah 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 and you'll be like okay well i don't know what that was um and so you don't you 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 hesitate to call and say that there was a fraudulent situation because you're like maybe i did do that i don't right i did buy a squip at that gas station i remember buying a a squip 32 that's like what a 32 two ounce beverage maybe no no i don't remember this purchase i don't know what this is <laughs> yeah it, it is it is um difficult uh and they, the uh, credit card companies uh, could do more in that space if they wanted to but they don't care um which is fine whatever like i'm not here to judge that part i'm i'm just here to say like that that is something that apple seems to be wanting to address and they want to analyze your financial health however I will say um, that uh, anytime Apple talks about wanting to analyze the 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 health, like your body health or your uh, your online health or any other form of health, whenever they do that, they basically mean like they're going to show you a bunch of stats, and it's up to you to decide what to do with the stats. And so, if they just pelt you with stats every week about your spending, you're going to ignore whatever stats Apple is sending you. So. That's not really a feature. Um, Agreed. And yeah, that that is that is just what they've done with their health data and with um, the the uh, screen whatever screen blah time. blah blah thing. Yes, yeah, screen time. Um, and the reason why I said blah 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 is because every time that notification comes up, it's like I don't know Sunday night or something or Sunday morning, and I'm just like I look at it real quick, and I'm just like the f you're doing here i'm tired and then i swipe it away um because it doesn't matter if you tap on it and you see and it's like you spent two hours more you spent four hours less and you're like okay does does that mean anything was i was i doing anything is this part of a program like yeah so i I think i got to give you some pushback on that specifically only because i i think that for I think that that feature, I mean, and, and it's to your to your overall point, frankly, because what you're saying is like Apple gives you a bunch of data, but it's up to you to do with that what you choose. And I think that screen time, like for me, 
I have actually used screen time to go, oh, wow, I do use blank and blank quite a bit. And I have a I have it set up for Instagram now, and I choose to listen to the limit that I set. And so when I hit that limit of I think it's like an hour per day or something like that. And when it says, hey, your time's up, do you want to ignore it? I don't ignore it. I actually follow through with it. And so I could see how this financial health thing could be good. But again, it's it's a very uh, proactive sort of sort of situation in terms of what you have to do and how much you have to do. And depending, it may not be like you're saying, too, I think that, you know, for the for the regular person, a lot of times that data isn't helpful because it's just a big screen full of data. Um, and it's kind of hard to figure out, you know, what e- each point means and things like that. But for me, I get a lot of use out of the health stuff because it's a good way for me to track like heart information and all that jazz, blood pressure, etc. And then with screen time, like I said, with the few apps that I want to use it on, I do use it. But yeah, I think that there is a bit of a learning curve and also a bit of a What's the word I'm looking for? Um, oh, like data overload. And and yes. so, yeah, there can be way too much to kind of dig through. Uh, and so I agree on those on those points. Yeah, um, I'm not saying, as you pointed out, I, it is useful to some people um, when you can parse through the data that's provided to you. Uh, but for I feel like the majority of people, um, like you also had said, that it is data overload. Um, and... That, that, that kind of just seems like the thing that's going to be uh, part of this. And the bennies that are outlined are not that good. Um, <laughs> y- you get like a certain percentage with uh, Apple purchases and things through the iTunes store. Uh, so that's something, but uh, it's not fantastic uh, depending on the credit cards you're eligible to, to get. And the APR on it is pretty okay. Um, it, 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 no, no credit cards really have like an amazing APR. It's not, they're not really set up for you to have a, a balance that carries month to month. They're not in, uh, n- not a tool for long-term loans. <laughs> they, they're, they're mainly a convenience feature. Um, and so I, I pay my credit cards off every month, uh, because that's just the best way proper. to go. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, and, and. You know, I didn't really understand all of this when I was first getting started um, with credit cards and stuff. I was just like, oh, look, money from the sky. And um, and it's not. Uh, so, uh, yeah, you, you basically get between 13 point something and 24 point something, um, depending on your credit eligibility. There are no fees, but at the same time, they will, you know, increase uh, your APR if you miss payments on things. Um, and blah 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 whatever um it doesn't seem like an especially fantastic card and the, no it's the, really not it's and least... i think uh, you know i wonder if it's just kind of uh f- for me as i'm looking back on it now and thinking about what the point of this whole thing is other than apple making money is or or when i think like sort of what's what's the whole deal here i think that there will be people who like an iphone having this card is kind of a, a, a status symbol in a small way. Uh, it's like excitement and you get to have this card and most of it works on your phone and isn't showing, you know what I mean? Like that, that whole kind of annoying, 
I, well, I shouldn't say annoying, but it, I, to me, it's it's annoying that that is kind of how people I think are going to uh, process it. But I wouldn't be surprised if we do see a lot of, especially like younger people signing up for this card because of the ease of being able to get it within Apple Wallet and that kind of thing. And so I, there's, of all the services, this is just a kind of a, a gross one to me overall. I, I'm not not too pleased about the company doing a credit card. It's just, it's uh, it feels weird to me. Yeah, I agree. Um, I'm not in a rush to sign up for this, even for the discounts on Apple stuff that's provided. They're not that significant. Um, but I, 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 especially over credit cards I already have. So I, I don't really feel compelled for this one. But uh, I think the important part to keep track of is how much push they're 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 doing uh on this one to to try and get people on board because i feel like this is going to be a situation where they're going to be like yeah yeah like we're just going to spam the crap out of you until you sign up for this because uh you're in a the billion pockets y'all um but <laughs> not to not to skip ahead to later uh but uh then we had apple news plus um this is the introduction of the plus moniker to Apple, um, Plus has existed as a moniker for uh, many other companies to do their work. Um, they it, it just means like more of the thing, um, and so well, and here you got go. The, the and we've got the phones that are our Plus models. If you think about it, it means having more. Um, it, it oh yeah, but this is the first time they used an actual like symbol Plus Plus symbol. Yeah. Um, but uh and and they they got rid of the plus on the phone models because those are now max oh that's right you're right i'm sorry wow i wonder if that's because of news plus and uh uh, tv plus if they decided to go with max because of the plus man that would be so funny to be in the meeting for that we're like we have to change the name of our phones now (laughs) (laughs) because we're watching we're launching a service that sends you 50% PDFs, um, and <laughs> we, we need to make sure that it has clear branding. Oh, <laughs> but, uh, but, uh, but yeah, News uh, Plus is uh, their uh, Apple's acquisition of Texture, which occurred the, the year prior, where uh, they bought um, was basically like a, a, a magazine company conglomerate thing um, where all the magazine companies had agreed to provide um uh versions of their 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 magazines in on uh, online format for a subscription fee and nobody was super interested in that but apple bought them and uh then shoved it into news uh i haven't used it i was traveling so i didn't really want to like download a bunch of stuff uh because i was just using my data plan um internationally uh and uh the the hotel wi-fi sucked uh but uh have you signed up for the beta for apple news and have you had any experience with it um so i did sign up for it and i'm on currently on the month trial interestingly uh unlike most trials of things that you you know they show up in your itunes account which is just now your uh i or apple id account uh under the subscriptions tab when you go in to an individual subscription, you can choose to cancel the subscription and it lets you ride out the rest of the free trial before um, you know it starts to cost you. This one, as 
no matter where you are in that month, the moment you cancel it, you are completely canceled. You don't get to ride out the rest of your 30-day trial. Uh, so I found that interesting. It kind of like forces you to either remember to cancel it uh, on the day that you get the most use out of it or end up paying, you know, the $8.99 or whatever it is that it costs. Um, so yes, I have tried it and I I like it. Um I like having access to some of the magazines that I used to subscribe to physically that I stopped subscribing to because I didn't get through the whole magazine and felt like I was wasting paper and taking up so much space. Um, and so having like GQ and um, a few others that I can just read whenever I feel like it is kind of fun and nice. However, right now, the navigation is very confusing. Um, it's very hard to use, very hard to understand sort of where you are, how you, excuse me, how you get new magazines, how you uh, can find the ones that you've chosen to like favorite, excuse me, how you can find the ones that you've chosen to favorite. Um, and then I, we were, I remember it was doing, we were doing the iMore show and talking about News Plus and sort of going through what Apple said was available. And the whole thing is very confusing because along with magazines, you also get access to a couple newspapers. And that was not too confusing because you can essentially just look up those newspapers and go to them. But then also some like premium publish publications from within uh, certain brands which that sounds confusing. If that sounds confusing, that's because it is. So I think The Verge is one. They have a publication that is, uh, I can't even think of the name of it, but they've got like uh, a monthly subscription to a special portion of The Verge. And it is part of Apple News Plus now. And to get to that, you have to like go to The Verge page. And then at the top, there's a tab. And one of the tabs is for this special premium thing. And when you tap on that, then it gives you access to it. Mine was working. Renee's was not working. It was, it was, you know, basically inconsistent. And so I like the idea of it, particularly for those, you know, I'm, I'm less jazzed about like ongoing access. Paying $8.99 a month for magazines alone does not interest me because at the end of the day, like I gave up on those magazines when they were, they were physical. So, and, and I just, I'm not going to read a whole magazine, but these publications and these newspapers, assuming that that section continues to grow, those things actually do interest me. And so if I can maintain a subscription to big newspapers and i can also maintain a subscription to these sort of premium access uh publications from bigger news outlets or what have you those things actually are what make me think that i would like i can see my i can see myself in the future uh like stopping my subscription to one of the multiple music streaming services that I have for whatever reason and subscribing to this instead. Um, so I do see some value in it, but they need to make it better. They need to make it less confusing to use, which I'm sure they will do. Um, but in terms of the, you know, the, the trial, I think it is a good idea because I think it'll get, uh, I, you know, people who do read magazines, I think will be very into it. And I think that, um, people who, maybe on the face of it, don't necessarily understand the value will get some interest out of it. So overall, ultimately, I think it's a good idea. Um, and I like it. I, uh, it just needs some improvements. Yeah. And 
it, it goes back to um, some 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 problems that I've had with Apple News, which seem to be unaddressed in uh, Apple News Plus, which is mainly like it feels like you open the app and do stuff in the app, and that's like firewalled from the rest of your life and everything else that you're doing. Um, it, it doesn't feel like they've really improved the experience of sharing articles with other people. Um, it doesn't feel like they have uh, really figured out deep linking for like if you're browsing Twitter and you tap on a link, like should it open in Apple News or should it open in a web browser? Um, and, uh, you know, all, all that entails because some people, uh, mutual follows that we have where we're tapping on links and it would open uh, an article uh, for them in the browser and say that uh, it would show them all the paywall stuff and then be like, well, that's, you know, fine and everything, but I have a subscription. But there's not like a button to push then to go to Apple News. Um, you have to go back to Apple News, the app, um, and then open it and then browse to whatever it was you were trying to find. Uh, and with stuff like uh, the Wall Street Journal, there are some things that are there and some things that aren't there. Um, like uh, Joanna Stern's keyboard review. Uh, well, sorry, a review of things about the MacBook Pro keyboard uh, where they had done like a special dynamic thing where uh, she typed it out with a missing E key um, because that doesn't work on her keyboard anymore. And so they <laughs> had a whole thing where the article was rendered online with the, the missing keys. And so you could tap on a thing to see what it would look like um, if it was you know, printed correctly and if it, what it would look like if it was printed as it came off the keyboard. Um, and so that, that was a, a fun little gimmick, but that doesn't translate into anything for Apple news. Uh, so there, there's still a ways to go. It seems, uh, on stuff like that. And as someone who has used Apple news, I I'm willing, I'm more than willing to give it some time before I even try to use a tr free trial for Apple news, because I feel like this doesn't, seem like it has addressed my my issues in that I've had with Apple News and it doesn't feel like they've necessarily added on enough extra stuff to make it worth it at the moment. Um I'm already a uh, Los Angeles Times subscriber and what's what's funny to me is if I open the Apple News uh app now, uh it shows me Los Angeles Times content which I've I've entered my subscription for so it was already showing up in in uh, the app, but every single piece of it has uh, a little gray balloon icon thing next to it saying that it's an Apple News Plus. And I'm like, but I'm already subscribed, you bozo. <laughs> uh, but uh, it, it's not it's not a particularly well thought out interface um, for for dealing with this this stuff because uh, yeah yeah. Like every time I see LA Times, I'm just I'll open it up right now just to confirm. There, there is a, a gray silver badge on every LA Times news story uh, that that says uh, that has the Apple logo and then news, capital N, lowercase e w s, and then plus, and that's on every single thing. And so it, it's almost more important than the headline um, as you're scrolling through. And I, I think that was a poor choice uh, to promote the service, especially if you already subscribed to something. But uh, because there's obviously no op option for me to, to upgrade my subscription or anything like that right. because it's through the LA Times. It's not through uh, Apple. But uh, the 
that's uh that's the end of my critique for that i i just i doubt i i, I doubt that they sufficiently address things that the service is going to like grow to an amazing level um i i think it's mainly going to be a curiosity like uh, apple news was and has been um since its introduction it's it's still pretty amazing to me that there are so many like weird idiosyncratic things about it like if you swipe in the interface on an article uh instead of going back to what you were looking at it goes to the previous article that it had <laughs> I hate that suggested so much i'm just I like hate that so much who 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 does that? Like, I, I don't understand. I, it's one of the things that, that makes me so angry because if I'm looking at this interface and I pick an article and I tap on the article, I want to see that article and then I'm going to go back to the list and find something else to, to, to look at. And the way Apple News is set up, it's like, no, you want to read everything I've sent you. And it's like, no, 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 no. You don't understand. <laughs> this is garbage, most of it. Um, so don't do that. Uh, but uh, but w- what a curious thing to to do in terms of an interface. Uh, I-, I will be interested to see what it looks like uh, when the Worldwide Developer Conference happens in a couple months. Uh, maybe there are some updates or upgrades to interface widgets or something to make certain features less opaque uh, and hidden. Um, but uh, we'll, we'll, we'll find that out for ourselves. Um, and the next service that they had, of course, was uh, Apple Arcade. It doesn't have a plus. I, I think, honestly, for consistency's sake, it bothered me that it wasn't just called Apple Games Plus. Um, oh. And I'll be honest with you, they don't offer a product called Apple Games. They don't offer, uh, you know, so why add the plus? And it's just like, because of consistency. Like, it's a service. All their services should have a plus, is what I feel like. If you're going to if you're gonna do a plus for some of them and then no plus for the other ones, that doesn't make any sense. But, uh, uh we we can disagree agree to disagree on that one. That's not not a major thing. I think arcade is also a dumb name because it is uh, something from the era that the executives who were in charge of Apple grew up with. It is not something that uh, is a word that matters um, to the people who would actually use a service. Uh, yeah, because I, I, so for me, the reason why I saw it like that is because it's essentially it's like a games room. Like you, you go in, you go into the room and these are the games that they have available for you to play like Dave and Buster's or something. Um, because it's not just like every game is suddenly a subscription. These games, you know, are it's, it's, they're adding more games all the time. These are exclusive games made for Apple arcade plus wait, see now I'm trying to add a plus to it. Apple arcade. (laughs) And so for me, that's, that's why I saw it as being an art, like being the arcade is you go into the arcade and get to try out these, you know, 30 different games or whatever. Um, I agree that yes, it is kind of an old school term, but that was my thinking. And I don't have any, you know, inner insight about that at all. I just was like, Oh, that's kind of cute. Um, and we, you know, let's not forget that these days they're like barcades and, and every time I walk around like a, a bigger city, there's always like two or three, uh, hip game places where people were like millennials in their, in their stocking caps and big boots are playing uh, arcade games with each other. They're stocking caps and big boots. Uh, yeah, no, I, 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 it's not that it's an impossibility for them. I just thought it was a curious thing because it is so much of a time that has passed. Uh, but 
they they're they're going to give money to developers to develop games and they highlighted some of these developers with games that have already shipped um like monument valley uh and and it was like hey look we're gonna give them money and they're gonna make games and it'll be great because the system's kind of broken now uh and, and this is a good thing that they're admitting that the system is kind of broken now because basically if you look at anything that has to do with games in ios it's all about free to play with Mm -hmm. uh in-app purchase and that is something that apple established because apple very firmly believed that uh upgrades weren't a thing and that uh you you know couldn't uh, charge somebody too much for something so then it all, it all just became about like well what if everything let's get was them just... into the game and then let's yeah. find ways to make them pay us lots of money which is what everybody did and uh, then apple rolled out subscription stuff to apps and stuff and they're just like hey look now you guys can do it too uh for your calculators and things um but the the the, the weird it, it's just a really weird thing um, but uh, it's good to see Apple do this um, because it might have an impact. However, I am skeptical that it will have a significant impact because it is saying, please subscribe to us with a monthly amount of, of cash that you want to turn over because we are going to be giving you games on a monthly basis that will make you feel like it's worth it. And I'm not sure that they have made that investment um to to make the monthly thing pay off uh but we'll find out i guess um because another curiosity is that this is a service that was announced without any uh payment information um so we don't know how much it costs uh is it going to be a monthly subscription a yearly subscription is it going to be uh something that you are going to be paying like $10 for? Is it something like, like, uh, like news or is it going to be something that you're going to be paying like 20 or $30 for? We don't, we don't know. Um, and I feel like that's going to have a big part of the adoption. Now they did tout that, uh, it's going to have, uh, cross platform compatibility with Apple's other devices, not other platforms, but like just the Mac and uh the 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 apple tv which i thought was hilarious uh (laughs) because the apple tv is not a gaming platform it has never been um and it will continue to not be one long after we're all dead uh but the 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 apple tv thing was was humorous to me um because apple's trying to get on this whole thing of like everything's developed basically for ios and then you can play it anywhere which is you know they they uh part of the thing is like oh this is coming in the fall and it's like well obviously because whatever marzipan winds up being the per- the version that ships um where you can play ios stuff on on the mac like in mojave we have the first inklings of that where you can have uh ios style apps like the home app and etc um like all of these these things are going to be like that where it's gonna be like hey look it's like an ios game that's in a window on your mac and they'll be like well that's fantastic let me touch my mac screen oh crumbs let me touch my um, mac screen <laughs> But uh, it's 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 a weird, uh, but uh, you know whatever it'll be whatever it is when it ships. It's not whatever it is that they announced because they didn't announce much, uh, and uh, that that's a pretty good pivot for us to move on to. Uh, yeah, the next <laughs> they didn't announce much. What else did they not announce much about? Yeah, we, uh, the TV. That's for sure. Um, and uh, with with 
TV where a lot of people had been expecting like a big announcement. Mm-hmm. I had been I expecting was. a big. Yeah, because here's the thing. I thought that they were holding on to all this Apple News stuff that has been rumored for a long time uh, until the the moment where they could show it off to the world and be like, hey, look at what we did. And that wasn't what they wound up doing. They they wound up being like, hey, here are some people to tell you about their shows. <laughs> um, they're famous. And it was like, well, but that's not what I wanted because... Uh, uh, this doesn't inform me like any you you put basically any actor up on stage and have them tell you about the TV show they're involved in. It will have no bearing on what the TV show is, no matter how good an actress uh, actress or actor they are. Um, it, it, it doesn't inform you uh, about what the show is because it doesn't show you anything. Um, and that was certainly the case uh, for everything that was presented. There was weird interstitials of black um, as they transition people onto and off of the stage Lord have mercy. Uh, to go th- to go through pre-rehearsed like bits of things and cut to reaction shots of like Octavia Spencer in the audience clapping to the credit card. Uh, anyway, I will say like in and of itself, I found that fun. I found that delightful to be perfectly honest um, on its own. But when you look at it overall and you look at the, the sort of, uh, criticisms of it including what you're talking about where it didn't tell us anything it didn't tell us about the shows really it didn't provide like what what you want to see which is a trailer of the show i agree that in that sense it was you know kind of obnoxious kind of uh pointless and kind of these different things but i did find that idea delightful and enjoyed like waiting to see who was going to be coming on next for me that was fun and it was cutesy and it was different and i liked it for that that it wasn't just like the same old thing that they always do um but in the scope of being a presentation that is supposed to tell you about a new thing i understand the criticisms of it for sure yeah and this is definitely a situation where uh, these actors know how to get up on stage and talk about their projects. Uh, they know how to pitch them. Um, and this is all very rehearsed, even the stuff that was supposed to seem like uh, impromptu. Um, the best, of course, was Kamal Nanjani, um, who was talking about his project. Uh, and the, the best for me they... was when Steve Carell came on stage. Sorry. Sorry about y'all. But that was my, I mean, I quite literally did like, yeah. <laughs> uh, whatever. there's steve carell oh my god i love you steve um so yeah the rest of it was, yeah I, yeah it's just a, a natural bias i've got um <laughs> and i don't care that was fun for me i i was like I, can everybody else just go away and i'll just talk to steve for the rest of the time great thanks bye uh but yeah go ahead sorry <laughs> oh no, no i was just gonna say it it, it felt very strange because uh, this is also after the, the whole thing with the stars ended with uh, a sizzle reel um, which yeah is, uh, it, it, for those who are not in the know a sizzle reel is basically a bunch of stuff cut together uh, to give you the feeling of something um, more than to tell you the story of something uh, and that's not uncommon with uh, with things that are shown to executives and stuff <coughs> pardon me um but uh the 
the sizzle reel that we are that we are shown is all of these shows like with little shots cut together between each of them so you couldn't tell what was happening really you'd see the stars so you'd recognize the show that they were talking about is the shot that this is because they're in it but you didn't understand in context what anything was that you were watching so I thought that was a, uh, a pretty big failure on Apple's part um, yeah, for storytelling. What's curious is if you go to Apple's site and you look at that same uh, sizzle reel, they, they have it on, on the, the Apple TV Plus page, um, it shows you the exact reel again, but it has text uh, burn-ins on it uh, where it shows you... Uh, oh, it, like it belongs to which project? Yeah, it, where there's text on screen for every shot that is from a certain thing that you need to know about. And so uh, that's how you can find out, like, uh, for instance, that the 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 girl uh, that's in there is from the, the movie that Apple bought, not from Kamal Nanjiani's project. Um, and that uh, is interesting in and of itself because Apple has articulated nothing about what they're doing with their movies uh, because – we don't know if they're going to have a theatrical release window and we don't know if they're going to uh, be eligible uh, for any, any awards. Like if they just put them on TV, then they're just TV movies, uh, which is something that uh, Steven Spielberg, uh, who featured heavily this, this presentation has criticized Netflix for uh, is not having a, a theatrical window that's been large enough for the films that they're releasing. Um, and so it'll be uh, I, I highly doubt that Apple is going to provoke Steven Spielberg by putting out this movie for one week and then trying to submit it for Oscars. Um, but uh, I, I do think that there's more to the story that Apple should tell uh, about what they plan on doing with the movies that they're acquiring. Um, and I don't know if they've told the filmmakers even what they plan on doing with the movies <laughs> that they're acquiring. That's what we're going to do with, with your project. <laughs> yeah. But uh, the... The, the the it's very it's very interesting um to to see how this will unfold later and of course this all culminated with uh with oprah coming on stage um she had uh a little bit of an overwrought uh introduction um in terms of her importance and stature in the world uh i think yeah lord I have think, mercy i think she's great and everything but uh, it, 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 I think I saw somewhere online somebody said like uh, Jesus would be embarrassed by this. Um, it is like it, it's 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 pretty uh, heavy-handed on on her importance. Uh, a voice you've been missing, and it's like okay. I mean, <laughs> I kind of, but like I I feel like this is overselling it because she comes on stage and she says like I'm producing documentaries for Apple. Um. And uh, one of them has a working title. The other one is untitled. And it's like, well, that lets you know the stage that these things are at. Right. And uh, uh, it, then she uh, talks about her book club. And there are no details on the book club. Um, but her show uh, that she had on air uh, had a book club that was pretty famous because uh, she would talk about a book and it would sell the freak out everywhere. <laughs> and uh, that that was a huge thing. And I'm curious if this is going to be a scenario where Oprah is going to uh, talk about a book that's available for purchase uh, from the iBooks store. There, there's going to be a link um, in in your app to purchase that. That oh, would be that would be uh, it would be interesting synergies uh, on that one because um, I also think reading things uh, from the 
wait, it's not it's not called iBooks, so it's called books books now. Oh yeah, isn't it called just yeah. books? I think oh, so. so. Stupid. I can't remember if it's been updated because yeah, they kind of updated it, but then they undid it, and then yeah, books, yeah. books, it, books, 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 books. Um, and there, it's just called the bookstore. Um, which is is a clever branding because you you ask somebody where they get something and they just say the bookstore. Um, but uh, the bookstore. What bookstore? You know, yeah, the bookstore. The bookstore on my on my iPad. <sighs> um, so I will say so about the so the the Apple TV thing it was broken up into two parts. It's the Apple TV app that is rolling out to a bunch of different devices and is also um getting updates in in iOS itself. And then as we're we've been talking about the TV Plus thing, which is just like a streaming service that Apple's doing with a bunch of big time creators. Um the oh, Apple yeah. TV I, I, I... I glossed over, sorry, everyone. I glossed over to the part that I was most disappointed with. <laughs> um, uh. So for me, I'm actually really, although it is not what I expected, and I agree with you that like I was really excited for something new and interesting, I will say that I am pleasantly surprised and happy with the new TV app. Um, it ha- It is in its first iterations in the beta and I've been using it, and I quite, quite like it. One of the things um, that it does is it brings in what Apple is calling channels. Essentially, it is access to different services. Like right now, they've got Tastemade. Oh, they just added a new one. Epics, uh, Smithsonian Channel, Showtime, and Stars. And you get a one-week free trial in each of those services, if you would like. So you can try out Showtime and these different ones. And what I like about it is I've been watching um, a couple shows on Stars, um, Now Apocalypse, and, and it is called Now Apocalypse, not Apocalypse Now. Uh, now Apocalypse, and then another show called, like people don't know about it, I don't know why, American Gods. And so I've been watching those shows on Stars, and the way that it integrates with the Apple TV app and then my Apple TVs makes it very simple because it's very easy to sort of binge watch if you're catching up. They're all right there. And then the the up next section has gotten a lot better too in terms of being able to continue to watch the shows that you like. Um my for you section still needs a lot of work, and that's because I haven't been watching a lot of uh, shows within the app. But again, the way that they've actually locked everything into, not locked, but they've put everything into the Apple TV app and its update, I am really digging. Um, it's, it's, I don't know, for me, it makes a lot of sense the way that it's set up and the way, like I said, that it makes it easy to sort of continue to watch your shows and know where they are. And then also get notifications about when, because I have uh, season passes for The Magicians and for, um, oh God, the other two. And so I get notifications that those are available and I can immediately go in and watch them and see them. Oh, I've got you know a new episode in my Up Next to, to check out. Um, on top of that, with that Apple TV update came an update that should have happened a long time ago, but I'm glad it's finally here. And that's that on any of my iOS devices, I can say, hey, Spears, play the magicians on, you know, insert name of Apple TV. So for example, one of my Apple TVs is named Dayton. So I would say play the magicians on Dayton. And it will actually, with my TV, it has the HDMI CEC thing. So it will turn on the television when it turns on the Apple TV. 
and then pop open the magicians, the latest episode and start playing where before you could not do that. You had to do it like turn on the Apple TV and then go that way. You can do that from any of your devices now. Um, my main disappointment is that Netflix is not integrated and it's even like less integrated than it used to be because you used to be able to kind of tell, Hey, I want to check out this new show. I look it up. Here's where it's available. You can, you know, subscribe to it. Um, or you can buy it on iTunes or you can check it out on Netflix or you can da 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 da. And because Netflix like came out so hard about not being part of this service, I think that that played a role in them sort of, um, cutting back on, on what's available there for, you know, with the integrations. So I'm actually quite happy with the Apple TV app. I'm super shocked that it's coming to the prime or what's it called? The fire TV and to Roku. And Joe, you brought up a good point whenever I was talking to you about that, that again, we kind of need profiles for these services because how's it going to work across all the different devices that you have? Yeah. And this is a, uh, like I said, it's not a complaint that is new. Um, it is a renewed complaint uh, that I have. I also have another complaint that uh, they need some sort of programming guide that lets you know what is happening live across all of the things that you're subscribing to. Because many of these services provide uh, a live stream of at least one feed of information, uh, like CBS or um, some of some of the news uh, services. So it's. Uh, long-standing issue. I'm not sure they have any interest in addressing um, because they still don't do like picture in picture, which seems like the lowest hanging fruit. Um, but uh, we'll find out at WWDC if there are any updates coming to TVOS that would maybe enable things like profiles or something like that. Um, I, I would, I, I like, like I had said earlier, I'd be very interested to see because uh, especially if you're in a household with children, um, you know, Apple is talking about their Sesame Street uh, related uh, properties, not Sesame Street itself, but uh, a distinct show uh, <laughs> with uh, the the helpers, uh, the helpsters uh, who are gonna help stir you with your coding um, as a child. Uh, th- that is going to have appeal for your children, and you may think that it is important for your children to watch that, and you may have a family plan where they can do that, but what dictates whether or not that is presented on the screen on the TV right. when you turn it on versus uh, what dictates whether or not you're seeing a uh, game of Thrones boobies uh, when you turn on the TV, because I feel like that is um, something that is important to parents and uh, is something that I feel like other uh, manufacturers of streaming devices have tackled uh, even the ones that Apple will be porting their own thing to. Um, so, I, I I'm curious uh, why they why they why they don't do anything with it. Uh, it it'll be it'll be fun to see what happens. But because uh, like if you if you watch one episode of The Helpsters, like you personally, uh, just to see what the program is just like, it's about like that. exactly. Yeah, is that going to show up in your for you tab forever? And, and if Luke goes to turn on your TV, is he going to be presented with that? Like, is he going to care about the helpsters? Is he just going to shout across the house and be like, why is there this show on the TV? <laughs> um, yeah, it's, it's like, it's a weird thing. And I just checked too. And right now in my, you know, so Instagram, uh, in that discover tab and the tab where it shows you things that 
seems like most of the time it doesn't even get it right. But regardless, you can tap into one of those posts and then say, I don't want to see posts like this anymore. And it can change. I tapped on something. So for some reason, like every single um, Marvel movie is in my for you thing. And that's probably my fault because I watched no because I was on Netflix. So it shouldn't know. So again, right now, it's probably just like these are popular movies. Watch these things. Um, When I try to tap on Ant-Man versus the Wasp, there's no option to say, hey, don't recommend this to me. All it has is a share movie option with the share sheet and then uh, add to up next option. So that is, I don't like that for multiple reasons. One, because I want to be able to say no thanks, but also because every other uh, service that Apple has, you have the option to like and dislike stuff. In Apple Music, you can say, I love this, so show me more of this. I hate this, so please stop showing me this. Every single Megan Trainer song ever, please never, ever let me see that. <laughs> um, and in Apple News, you can also like and unlike articles to sort of uh, play with the algorithm. So I'm hoping, also new and noteworthy, the tick is in there. Um, I am hoping that... It will. It's 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 neither new nor noteworthy. <laughs> That's what um, I was thinking. Like, why is well, that in there? Well, I'll tell you why. Because they just released season two, um, oh. which uh, I have, I have, I have heard rumors that it was done a long time ago, um, but uh, just sitting around on a shelf uh, for Amazon. And release. I guess it also shows off their Prime uh, videos integration too, huh? Yes, and um, so it's going to recommend you the first season. And the second season, because it's new and noteworthy because the second season is out now. Yep, that's exactly what's happening. Um, it does show you the cast and crew, which is kind of fun. It shows about, uh, and the ratings are a little bit different. It says uh, 15 plus um, retread of superhero series has violence, language, and laughs. So it says 15 plus common sense. Anywho, uh, that's an aside. So, um, I forgot where I was going with this. Uh, oh, it was every, the, if the every other service lets me kind of choose, you know, what I like and what I don't like, I think that that should be available in this as well. And I hope that it will eventually be added because right now it's not, it's not there and it doesn't make sense to me that it's not there. Um, but I will give like a quick uh, up next is at the top. That's all the stuff that I've added to up next or that I'm currently watching. What to watch is sort of the editorial. Hey, these are things you should definitely check out. By the way, everybody needs to watch. Please, for the love of God, everybody go watch the first episode of What We Do in the Shadows because you can get it for free and watch it for free. And I need this show to exist for all of time. And so please watch it. <laughs> please. Um, it's directed by Taika Waititi. So obviously that's a reason to watch it, but also because the movie is incredible and this, uh, this sitcom is really funny so far. Um, then it shows you your for you again. That's the stuff that they think that is recommended for you. So for some reason, I've got Ninja Turtles in there. Uh, the cartoon. I don't know why. Um, the, the old school cartoon or the CG thing. Uh, this is, let me see. Rise of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I think um, that's the CG thing. It's something that I don't yeah. care about. Um, I don't know why it's there, but it's there. Uh, new and Noteworthy, which again started with the tick, I guess, because season two just came out. Then Trending. So I guess the stuff that people are watching right now on Apple TV 
including Mean Girls. That's a good choice. Um, new movies to buy or rent. So that's sort of like looking at what's in iTunes and showing there, um, including Keanu Reeves and Replicas. Then a promo for all the channels that are available right now on Apple New or an Apple TV, uh, featured on Stars, featured on HBO. Um, a huge thing about the Twilight Zone, um, 80s shows, all time American classics, and then because I purchased blank, because I watched blank, uh, so on and so forth. So yeah, uh, there are a lot of different things to sort of discover new content, which I do like. And most of the time I find those not helpful, but some of these in here, I'm like, oh yeah, I would actually check that out. And then across the top, it's got movies. You can tap on to see like watch now and movies. It's got watch now and TV shows specifically watch now and sports, which I wish I could remove that tab. Um, just simply like, that's not something that I would use. I'm not trying to be funny or anything like that. Um, and then watch now and kids, uh, which I will be using every day. Not really. Um, so yeah, that's, uh, that's that. Uh, I, I just fired up my own fire, uh, fired up my, fired up my Apple TV, uh, to, uh, see if it had downloaded the beta and it had, um, and, uh, I wanted to see what was in my TV app and my up next recommendations are, um, bad. So bad. I have, I have, uh, the other two, then I have Thor, the dark world, which is something I watched last summer for the incomparables, uh, review of Marvel movies. Um, (laughs) so that was a while ago. And then I have Coco, which was something I rented and is no longer available for me to watch, but is still in this list. Then I have a bunch of other stuff that's been rented, um, within the last year uh, not even purchased. So these are things I can't watch, but they're in my up next as because as, uh, uh, they were rented at one point. I have Kingsman and the Golden Circle, which I talked about with you. Uh, mm-hmm. That that is here because it was rented. It is it is showing up there. I'm sorry I didn't buy it for you, Micah, but um, I, I, I rented <laughs> it. And, and I have uh, stuff like Marvel's Cloak and Dagger in my What to Watch section, and Will and Grace, and You're the Worst, um, but. I don't think I have, uh, if I click on Cloak and Dagger, yeah, I, I can't watch this. Buy from two ninety nine. I don't... Oh, why, wow. Why, why is it in there that? then? Yeah, why yeah. is it even showing it to you? Yeah, and if I click on Will and Grace, because I don't have a, a subscription, um, I can hit play, and it's going to show me the most recent episode of season two, uh, which, why would I do that? <laughs> I don't understand. Uh, and in the for you section, like you had mentioned, uh, there's uh, Avengers: Infinity War, and uh, if I tap on that, I get playing Netflix as an option. So that's one way that they're trying to get in Netflix. And same for the Ant Man and the Wasp. Um, but they're showing like artwork that they're making for their own service, not artwork that Netflix would show you, which is curious. Um, I wonder how they're doing it. I, I don't. I doubt that they're doing the. Uh, the algorithmically generated uh, shenanigans that that Netflix does. Um, And then in trending, I have A Quiet Place Top Gun Airstrike, which is a movie I've never heard of, uh, which seems to star Bruce Willis. Uh, Then I get Mean Girls, like you had said. Again, curious, because uh, I don't know why that's trending at all. There's no context for this. And then new (laughs) movies to rent and buy, I get uh, Bumblebee Glass, Replicas, Aquaman, no thank you, and like you said, there's an enormous um, uh, carousel. Uh, I, 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 
like like if you were on the internet and somebody was like, "Hey, I have a series of slides I would like to show you that are advertisements for things." Like that's what I would I would describe this as a carousel that takes up uh, uh, roughly uh, one half of the screen, with the top <laughs> quarter and the bottom quarter being the the edges of rows that are above uh, up, up below it, um, and you get the taste made and blah blah blah. Try it free. Try it free. Try it free. Try it. Try it free. Um, no, no inclination, no, no indication of what it would cost you to keep using the service. And Apple doesn't, uh, prompt you when something is, uh, going to renew in the service. They'll send you an email, um, that something is going to renew. Uh, but usually you just find out because you're billed. Um, and then, uh, you feature <laughs> PBS, feature PBS video, but I don't subscribe to the global pass that CBS has, uh, that PBS has. So I don't know how much of this actually actually works, even though it says you can play it, because um, that that is a curiosity of PBS. I don't know if you're familiar with that. Uh, yeah, neither am I. Yeah, it, it is. It is so weird. I don't understand. I don't understand. This Overall, though, I again, I I do, I because I've I've been using the TV app for a while. Um, so maybe that's why I kind of like this. And the the Apple TV is my main sort of, as I've talked about before, my Netflix box. Um, but having all of those other apps and services be available within this one area and to be able to keep kind of track of the different shows that I watch has been quite nice. So I'm pretty bullish on on this overall for me specifically. But you know, it just depends on kind of how people use their devices and and if it will be a good thing for others. But for me, it's uh, been pretty cool, and I am I'm happy about the update that's that's come along. Um, just specifically in my kind of uh, you know watch next kind of thing because I am using uh, apps that do integrate with the TV app. And so it actually is helpful for me. But, you know, if you if you aren't using that, then it is not going to be uh, great for you and seems to be more perplexing in that sense. Uh, But having, again, those channels just available in there where I don't have a whole bunch of subscriptions coming from a bunch of different places is also kind of nice. And yeah, I I'm looking forward to seeing how those I think the service is just overall um, minus TV plus. Uh, how they continue to improve and become more uh, worthwhile and Apple card. I don't care about that, but basically I'm talking about <laughs> news plus and the TV app with channels, um, you know, as more channels get added and as more magazines uh, hopefully get the Apple news format instead of just being PDFs and then more newspapers, hopefully jump on board, uh, et cetera, et cetera. That's the stuff that, I am interested in going forward and, and seeing that grow and also seeing how any of this is uh, improved by what we see at WWDC. Cause certainly there are going to be some updates to TVOS that will work well with the new Apple TV app. I think. I hope so. Um, I feel like there's, uh, there's a lot of low hanging fruit and stuff that they still haven't done. Like I said before, there's uh, stuff in regards to profiles and programming um, that, uh, are still pretty opaque. Um, like if you go to the sports tab, um, which is probably the biggest source of live entertainment you're going to find in yes. uh, the thing, you're just going to see a bunch of icons of different sports logos. And it's going to be like, here's 
here's MLB, here's NBA, here is college basketball. Like, here are teams that are together on a on a single square. Pick the square. Pick the square you want to watch. And I, I just, I don't understand. It, it, it has a time on it and stuff, and it's like 1.35 p.m. You can watch uh, Tampa Bay versus the SF Giants. It's like, but, but why? Why would I do that? I mean, other than maybe I could see Jason Snell in the audience at uh, the game today, um, that it, it doesn't it doesn't have a DVR feature or anything. It's not like I'm going to record it for later. So it's like okay, so I can watch this live right now um, <laughs> through a subscription to MLB that you're not going to let me authorize or see if I can do until the actual thing airs. Because if I tap on it, it's like, do you want to just be reminded about this later? And it's like sure but i don't subscribe to mlb so what's gonna happen at 135 who knows who could say Hmm. yeah Yeah. and i I don't and i don't know how the you know how the individual apps work um because if i've never used them so i don't know so if the standard way is that you actually do have to tune in at that time then it's going to be less off-putting for someone if they're watching it through the apple tv app if they have a subscription to the mlb blah 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 and they are already used to sort of because of the way that like live games and those licensing things work. If you can only watch it at that time anyway, then that's not that much different. It's okay. But I think, um, yeah, for me as a person who (laughs) is used to sort of watching things on their own time, that is certainly odd for me. And like you said, especially if you don't have a subscription currently and you're like, yeah, let me be reminded. Then it's like, you go to watch it and then you can't watch it. And then you're like, Oh no, I've subscribed to something first. And now you've missed the, I don't know, opening pitch by the, the vice president of the local candy company in insert city here, because that's who I think is doing the opening pitch for the baseball game you're talking about. Do you think, do you think the, the vice president of Neko wafers, um, uh, got to to pitch stuff, uh, before the bankruptcy? I hope so. I hope yeah. that at some point that person did. Yes. But uh, uh, yeah, it, it's a curious, curious app um, where, where, like you said, there are improvements in there. Um, it, it's just uh, bizarre um, what they choose to highlight uh, for my myself in particular, um, because I apparently don't purchase or rent often enough that uh, the, the cash of up next would be flushed uh, from for for things that I couldn't actually watch right now, uh, which I feel like is something maybe they should test. Uh, is like, hey, um, are there a lot of people with expired rentals? Uh, maybe we shouldn't show them things that they've rented and have expired because uh, that that probably doesn't help them. But uh, yeah. but who knows? Hmm. Who knows? Yeah, I'm trying to figure out. I mean, a lot of my stuff is it's from third-party apps um so it's from like prime video it's from um hulu it's from uh like the i'm trying to think of another one the pop app it's from these different third-party apps that i've said yes apple tv app can access those uh and so if you if you watch them through that as opposed to either watching it like on your cable or whatever for me is like a i don't i don't know how your service is set up but for me only pretty much watching shows through, uh, you know, on demand, like app access or like you, like I've said before, the, um, what is it called? The passport or, or the iTunes pass, then it is helpful. But certainly, yeah, if you've got someone who doesn't have 
a you know they don't have a, a bunch of history of watching things that integrate then yeah you'd want to come up with something i think better and more inviting for that person also you have the issue uh that where it's a good thing that apple has added well not added they haven't done it yet but will add support uh for the the tv app um this version of the tv app on other competing platforms uh so that includes TV set manufacturers, in addition to uh, Roku and Fire uh, uh, Fire TV, and when they when Apple rolls that out, when they make that application uh, available for those those platforms, uh, it will be very interesting to see how they handle uh, hooking up to the various services that you subscribe to. Because if I'm subscribed to CBS All Access um, via the CBS's app. And I have the app on my Fire TV and I have the app on my Apple TV. If I switch between them, um, does the Apple TV app still show me CBS recommended stuff and keep track of where I am in playtimes for things? Or does it have no idea? Um, Wow, yeah. Yeah, and also if I tap on something that's in the interface, does it shunt me correctly to the the CBS app that is on that platform or does it just fall flat on its face because it can't see the other apps because it isn't the same thing as my Apple TV. Um, I'll, I'll be curious to see what the answer to that is when that, when it, uh, when that does ship. Um, Cause again, that's one of those things where Apple, Apple has announced something and then it hasn't materialized, which uh, you know, it, I'm not saying it's going to be air power or anything, but it, it, it's one of those things where you definitely need to find out what it's going to be like once it, once it actually arrives on scene. Um, and uh, another curiosity that I, I know about has been a long, uh, that I know has been a long issue uh, with Apple TV, Apple's TV app on the platform um, is that if you start and stop watching something within an app, um, it doesn't report your uh, play progress to the TV app because you didn't do it from the TV app. Right, so the TV right, app right. doesn't. The TV app has no clue, and then the TV app will recommend that you watch something. Um, and so it's just like, but, but I did it. Uh, I did the thing, but I just did the thing and the other thing, and you don't know about the thing. So I, I feel like there is room to go on that, on that front, and I'm curious to see if it'll be further complicated, like I said, with the multiple platform support, where well, you're going to have just more services that it's going to be like, well, where were you watching this, uh, and where did you leave off, and do I know about it, and yeah. will I communicate that to the other platforms? I will let you know that, um, and it, you know, this. They announced they. I'm pretty. Didn't they announce Prime Video support at the last, at at this thing at this event, or has it always had Prime Video support? It's always had Prime. Well, not always. Uh, it has had it since what was it a year and a half ago? I oh, want to okay. say it's just off the top of my head. I, I can't remember exactly. But uh, they they made a big deal uh about having uh when they launched the TV app, they added Prime Video support. Um, okay, well, so then it must just be that this new Apple TV app does more because I can confirm um, it It was even interesting. So I temporarily subscribed to uh, a channel, not in the Apple TV app, but on Prime. I think they're called Prime Channels. And so within Amazon Prime, you can subscribe to a bunch of different channels, including like stars and, and those. But I subscribed to something called Nick Hits, 
Nick hits because I wanted to watch, I wanted to do a rewatch of the uh, Avatar series. Uh, and that's not the blue people movie. And it's yeah, yeah. not M. Night Shyamalan's uh, Avatar, the last airbender film that was terrible. Um, that's for listeners out there who might not know. Anyway, so I watched all of that and I watched all of The Legend of Korra using the Nick hits subscription. And some of the time I was watching it through the Prime TV app. And then I realized I could watch it through the Apple TV app afterward. And it was syncing my progress, regardless of whether I was using the Prime TV app or the Apple TV app. So in that sense, um, you know, and that's anecdotal evidence, and you really can't use anecdotal evidence to prove something. But I will say that for me, it was working um, in syncing regardless. And I was watching, sometimes I was watching on my iPad, and I was watching it with the Prime TV app, and then I'd pick it up on the TV, watching it on the Apple TV app. And regardless of device across, you know, different use cases at different times, it was syncing my my play uh, point. So hopefully Mm -hmm. that level of integration is available across different apps and services so that it can do that syncing. Uh, That would be a good thing, Uh, because my understanding is mainly that the developers of the apps need to have support. uh, That's what I was thinking, too. Certain levels of integration, because HBO... Um, has been my experience with it when I was watching uh, Westworld. It would it would just be like, hey, uh, here's a brand new show, and it'd be like, I watched that, I watched that whole show. <laughs> I've already um, seen that. <laughs> but uh, the, that that that's you know mainly comes down to I guess uh, HBO's lackluster um, on demand uh, application support, uh, which is a thing, um, and is definitely a reason to use Prime Channels uh, or Apple Channels now, uh, which was also introduced, uh, which is identical to Prime Channels um, uh, in in function, form and function, um, where you're going to see the the show and whatever, whatever you subscribe to through Prime Channels, um, whatever content that that provider offers you will be provided to you um, through Apple. Um, instead of through another interface, which is what Prime does. It, it, it's like, hey, look, here's some crap you subscribe to on, I don't know, Acorn or BritBox or whatever, whatever or Stars. Stars is a good example because that's on both. Um, and so it'll be like, here's all your Stars content. You don't need to download a Stars app. You don't need to open a Stars app. You don't need to log into a Stars app. You don't need to browse a Stars app. You don't need to do anything. You can just subscribe and you'll see all this Stars content. And a lot of people prefer that. And it has turned into, I, I don't have the, I went to find this last week when I was writing uh, a, a blog piece, but I, I couldn't find the, 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 the actual figures, but they, they're making a lot of revenue off of um, the, the channel process because they take a oh. cut of the subscription that occurs monthly for this convenience that they're, they're offering um, to people. And uh, a lot of companies are, are fine with you know Amazon and presumably Apple now taking that cut because that means that uh, their their lesser known service like Epics or Stars would uh, be more widely known and they don't need to focus on things like app development um, because they can be like subscribe to the channel uh, and then you get it uh, and so that that is one way of doing it now I had somebody ask me on Twitter if you're going to subscribe to a prime channel, then will it be an Apple channel? And I said, no, no, because it's just going to look like Amazon content. It's not going to be presented the same way. 
because yeah. Apple channels will be presented differently. Um, but uh, that's just, you know, whatever, whatever, whatevs. <laughs> it's, it is confusing. Um, but like I said, it worked pretty well for me. Um, all right. I know we are running out of time, but I did promise on Twitter that we would have an animal facts uh, oh, yes. for, for this episode. So uh, a lot of people, you ask them like, oh, what's, what's the ugliest animal? Or, or you might say like, what's your, what's your favorite creepy animal or something like that? A lot of people think about the blobfish. Um, and, you know, like you say blobfish and people think of that weird glump of, of <laughs> like flesh with the weird nose and the weird eyes. And it has like this super sad face. And it reminds me of uh, those characters in... Mar- Super Mario Sunshine that live on that island and they all just they have like hula skirts on and they have like a long nose. Anywho, it's like Squidward kind of, <laughs> but grosser. Um, here is what's really sad and heartbreaking. Uh, these animals live at 3000 plus feet below sea level. And at that level, uh, they are still like a big blob. They don't have a whole lot of structures built into them. Because at that level, you've got a lot of water pressing onto you. And so you sort of get your form and your shape from water pressure that is pushing in and down on you. And so, Joe, I'm going to send you an image here from a tweet. Uh, here we go. And in its natural habitat, the blobfish looks more like a normal fish. It's got big fins. It's got two eyes that are, you know, at the front of its face and it's got a mouth and it's kind of spiny. But what happens is that when fishermen catch a blobfish and pull it up, it is essentially experiencing extreme tissue damage. It can't survive at those, uh, at less, uh, sea level. And so its tissues are like rupturing are like exploding and it causes it to turn into a big blob because it doesn't have that proper pressure pushing in on it. Um, so it's very obviously detrimental to the health of the animal. And at its normal pressure levels, the blobfish isn't that ugly. It's just that when it gets pulled out of its natural habitat, it becomes ugly because it's being just completely destroyed by the change in water pressure. And like humans can't move from uh, levels of heavy pressure to levels of light pressure because of, uh, I can't think of what it's called, but that thing where you basically get oxygen in your blood, a very bad thing. And so you, if you can imagine happening to this little fish, it's really sad. Um, so Joe, hopefully we'll link to the uh, tweet in the show notes. And so you can see sort of the blobfish in its natural habitat. Versus what happens to it, as we've all seen, the blobfish when it's pulled out of its natural habitat. Yeah, uh, that reminds me of another ugly animal that I've seen recently, um, the Budapest pigeon. Um, I'm about to tap on that link. Yeah, uh, it's, 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 <laughs> it's, 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 sort of, it's sort of like, I don't know, it's ugly, but like harmless looking. Like you're not like, you're not like terrified of it or anything. It just looks like a weird cartoon 
like ugly bird. Um, it's a mix between a pigeon and those goldfish with the big blobby eyes. Yeah, the eyes are so strange. Um, but a- anyway, that, this is just another thing. It has nothing to do with pressure. Um, the the pressure in Budapest is not significantly different <laughs> from the not quite the same yeah. as yeah down down in the deep blue sea. So yeah, I don't know if you ever mm-hmm. catch a blobfish, maybe just don't pull it up, let it live where it is, and leave it be and think about what it'd be like if you got pulled up into the atmosphere and suddenly the air pressure was not uh keeping all of your insides in that's kind of mean and sad and yeah this creature's not all that ugly in its natural habitat that's what that that little kid from the dreamworks logo does he's fishing for humans that he drags up into the upper atmosphere (laughs) i love it i love it (laughs) uh so anyway uh we will we will end there uh with 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 the blobfish End with the blobfish, yeah. as they as they say. They don't say that. <laughs> this is a common phrase. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. All right. Bye.